Hey y'all, welcome, oh welcome back to this Talk Your Shit with Deja, where we drop the eye because not only can I talk my shit, but I want you to talk your shit too. Hope y'all are doing lovely on this beautiful day. Um, and if you're not, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, you know, I hope that just made you laugh because I laughed. Um, and hopefully my laugh was a little contagious. But, yes, y'all, we are in week 32. Yay, we're moving swiftly. Can't believe, though, we're almost, like, we're literally halfway through the year. Like, where's Tom going? I think that bitch is running, sprinting. She's sprinting at this point away from us. And I don't think people really paying attention to that because, baby, it was literally just January. Like, I literally just started this podcast November. And we're literally about to be in November all over again. Like, where is time going? I don't know. Come back. Slow down. Because, baby, she is spreading away from us. And I don't know if she trying to get away from certain people or what. But she trying to get away. But, yeah. Like, time is going. Um, so yeah, like I mentioned at the end of last week, this week, y'all, I I thought it would flow nicely from last week and talking about what did I talk about? Um, y'all, forgive me for I have forgotten. Uh, I talked about peace of mind. Yes, peace, girl, Ooh, girls and guys. Because <laughs> I hope both are listening But yes, peace of mind is what we talked about So I thought it would be a perfect flow uh, To go into this topic this week Which I want to talk about Emotional intelligence Yes, y'all um, The reason why I want to talk about this Is because I feel like Because everybody is getting onto their mental health journeys And learning about themselves mentally And trying to understand the opposite sex or the people around them. I have heard this word come up so much. Um, and it's funny because it's like when you go online and you're looking at podcasts or whatever, it's like you have two sides of the coin where some men feel like women are emotionally unintelligent. And then some men feel, well, some women feel like men are on emotionally unintelligent and it's just like <laughs> low-key they both probably got some some stuff to work on I do think that emotional intelligence is definitely something to practice because it probably was not taught when we were growing up our parents probably didn't even know what it meant to be emotionally intelligent I also feel like I kind of came across this when we were in school because I remember learning or maybe it could have been in psychology class. Don't quote me. I don't remember. But I remember learning about IQ and EQ. I feel like I learned about EQ, but we never went into depth on EQ. We only really talked about IQ, which is, you know, your intellectual intelligence or your that smart shit people got. So but we never talk about EQ, which honestly EQ is how you sustain a lot of relationships long, long term. Like if you have a low emotional intelligence, you that's probably the reason why people want to get the fuck away from you. Like if you don't know how to read the room emotionally, 
you're usually a sore thumb because you're saying the wrong things, you're doing the wrong things, you're not being responsive in the right way. Like you're completely disregarding people and their emotions. So if your EQ happens to be down here, you usually <laughs> suck at being a person around people. Uh, it's funny because they say like a lot of like really high IQ people tend to have like really low EQs, which is so it makes sense because you focus so much on the smart side of your brain that you forget to develop the emotional side. I think the people that rely so much on logic and solving problems and all this other stuff, if they never tend to the emotional side, probably because they have to shut down the emotional side to be so logical and all this other stuff. It's probably the reason why <laughs> they suck at connecting to people. Like I know I've seen a lot where they say like, a lot of Asian people, and I'm not trying to be stereotypical. I hear this stuff. I personally don't know because I ain't never been over there. I'm just telling y'all what I heard. But they say a lot of Asian people tend to have low EQs just because of the fact that they literally grew up only focusing on the IQ side of things or the intellectual side of things. So they are very good at solving problems. They're very good at, you know, the STEM side of everything, they're very good at that. But then when it comes to like that emotional side, a lot tend to, you know, suffer on that end just because they were so focused on embedding that intellect that they missed the emotional. Now, it might be some Asian people out there that's really good with emotions. And I'm sure that that's because they're probably westernized. I'm not even called you. It's probably because they're westernized and we care a little bit more about emotions over here. Um, but or it could be, let's say maybe it could be religion, too. That might play a part into why you might be a little bit more emotionally intelligent when you're like from the other side of the world is because of religion and Moving over here, I guess <laughs> for the most part, a lot of a lot of like people really do just force that intellect. Even some African people, I ain't go just say it's the Asians. Like African people are so focused on the intellectual side too that they sometimes have a hard time reading the room. Like they don't know how to read the room. Like they just like this shit. One plus one equals two. What are we talking about? Like, we don't have time to, to really, you know, learn anything else. So, and it's it's not that it's a bad thing that they're focused so much on the intellectual side. It's just that this is a, a society, meaning that we need each other. So we have to at least have some grasp on emotions so that we can at least navigate you're not trying to be everybody's best friend, but if you could be a good human being when you go outside, that's that's usually helpful. Like if you could read the room, if you know how to bend and shift and say things so that you're just not offending people, then that usually helps. I also heard too that, you know, people that tend to be on the spectrum have low EQs. Um, so they're not really good at emotional intelligence as far as like reading other people's body languages or the tone in their voice and stuff like that. So it's not just a race thing or a geographical thing. It could also be a genetic thing too, where 
if you are unable to process emotions in that way, you have a hard time connecting with people. So it's a lot of different reasons as to why your EQ can be low. I don't want y'all to think I'm trying to be a little racist or whatever. So it's like a lot of different things. But, you know, that's the stuff I heard. And if I'm wrong, definitely let me know because I'm okay being wrong. <laughs> I'm just telling y'all what I heard. I ain't saying it's fact or anything like that. What I heard, but let me know if I'm wrong. If you notice that, you know, more Africans or more Asians actually tend to be more emotionally intelligent, that's great. But from what I've heard, what I've seen, you know, they focus more so on the intellect, the logical side. They don't really give into the emotional side so much. So, you know, <laughs> But yeah, and then of course, people on the spectrum also have a hard time. But I just want to go through what emotional intelligence even is. You know, just have to give y'all a little introduction, but I want to go through what it is, um, some ways to identify it, some ways to improve it. Um, and also, hopefully, if I like have enough time, I want to go through an actual little test that I came across just to kind of show y'all the different. Um, questions that comes with doing a test if you want to know if you're emotionally intelligent or where you're at on the spectrum because there i would imagine that there's like a spectrum on where you are so i just want to go through the quiz with you all and show y'all where i am and you know hopefully that encourages you encourages you to go do your own test and see where you are and figure out the spots in which you need to work on and you know become a better human being because that's all we're trying to do is learn how to be good internally so that we can go out and be good externally so yes y'all know i gotta start off with a good definition because what would life be if we couldn't define things <laughs> a mess this low-key what they're trying to do now but i digress um <laughs> so yes um, so it says the uh, definition of emotional intelligence um, is the ability to perceive, interpret, demonstrate, control, evaluate, and use emotions to, com to communicate with and relate to others effectively and constructively. Um, so to boil that down, <laughs> it's basically you know how to utilize emotions to connect with others or to tell others how you're feeling you basically have a grasp on your emotions what other people may be feeling and how to communicate in that situation you're aware of what's going on emotionally so again a lot of people focus so much on logic that they don't really care about emotions not really not realizing that emotions is a really big part of life like it's not just meant for us to be logical all the time like uh, if that was the case, we would have these hormones that was released every time we're doing something that is either going to make us happy, sad, mad, or, you know, depressed, or, you know, any of those things. We wouldn't have those if we were only meant to focus on logic. So you're basically, if you're emotionally intelligent, you're aware that we have all of these emotions and you know how to communicate to other people what you're feeling. Also, be able to pick on pick up on what other people are feeling so that you know how to navigate through a situation. Um, so yes, it says um, this ability to express and control emotions is essential, but so is the ability to understand, interpret, and respond to the emotions of others. 
Some experts suggest that emotional intelligence is more important than IQ for success in life, which is what I kind of was just saying. Um, yeah, it's great to be smart and it, it's great to know how to do the smart shit, but if you don't know how to communicate with others, you're really going to have to do everything by yourself. Now, if you have the work ethic to do everything by yourself, go ahead. You ain't got to know how to talk to nobody. You ain't got to know how to get along with nobody. Like, if you genuinely know how to do everything by yourself, just go ahead and say bump emotional intelligence. But if you're like the rest of the people on this earth where we all need each other to do stuff, you at least want to learn a little bit on how to be emotionally intelligent for the simple fact that when you go to work, you got to know how to talk with the, the people you work with. Like when you network, you got to know how to talk to those people. Like they say your net worth is because of your network. Like you got to know how to put people around you so that you can shoot off into the stars rather than just staying on the ground or figuring out how to propel yourself all by yourself. I want to say they said that I think Elon Musk is really good at emotional intelligence for the simple fact that he literally does none of the work. He just finds everybody else to do the work around him. Like he he uses other people's ideas, other people's inventions and all this other stuff, but he funds everything because he knows how to talk to everybody to get them to hop on board and stuff like that. Um, so it's just like those things, like if you genuinely don't want to have to put in that physical labor, put in that emotional labor. Like I think when the people say don't work harder, work smarter, that probably mostly includes emotional intelligence because now you're building up a community around you where you can rely on all these other people to help you to get to where you want to be. But without emotional intelligence, you're not really going to be able to do that like at all at all <laughs> unless the people around you just gets you but that's probably very rare <laughs> especially nowadays when everybody's tapping into their emotions you just want to make sure that you know how to be around people amicably i think i said that right <laughs> but yeah um so it says um, what are the signs of emotional intelligence? So it's some examples. Uh, they said these are key signs and examples, but y'all know it can always be more or it can be less. I don't know. This is just what was on the website. So I'm going to give y'all the information that was on the website. Yes. <laughs> so for the first one, it says an ability to identify and describe what people are feeling. For the second one, it's an awareness of personal strengths and limitations. For the third one, it's self-confidence and self-acceptance. For the fourth one, it's the ability to let go of mistakes. The fifth one, an ability to accept and embrace change. Number six, a strong sense of curiosity, particularly about other people. Number seven, feelings of empathy and concern for others. Number eight, showing sensitivity to the feelings of other people. Number nine, accepting responsibility for mistakes. And number 10, the ability to manage emotions in difficult situations. Y'all, baby, 
when I tell y'all, like, what, like, I literally have been working on everything. When I go through these topics, it's mostly because I've been working on them. And it's nice to actually be able to go through these websites and see that I'm on the right track because I've been working on all this stuff for, for like a, a year or two or so. You know, once I went through the last phase of the heartbreak, I really was just like, you know what? I need to get my life together because I'm retaining the wrong people in my life or I'm trying to retain the wrong people in my life. So I need to get my life together. So. I can attract the right people altogether, not just romantically, but friendship-wise and romantically and everything. So I've just been doing so much learning and working on myself and learning how to control everything because, baby, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm tired of doing the same thing. Like, when I told y'all I was tired of bumping my head and getting concussions, like, I really am over bumping my head and getting concussions. Like, I don't mind bumping my head every now and again because I think that's life. But to get a concussion every time, that's that's not life. <laughs> you die from concussions. So I don't want to keep getting concussions from bumping my head. So I'm literally over here trying to figure out what I can learn about myself. How can I not be so reactive? How can I not latch on to people so fast? How can I slow down my thought process and not be on go? Like I've literally just been learning these things. And in the process of that, I've been working on understanding other people's point of views and taking myself out of the equation, realizing that everybody got their own story and not just one person is ever the victim in a situation. Like literally two people can be the victim at the same time and one person can think that they're like just the victim. And it's like, no, there's two sides to every story. Like as much as we wanna point the finger out, that person is probably pointing the finger out at you when you're not there. So it's like, I've been working on learning to Think about the other side and what other people go through because that's one thing in the black community that i think sometimes our women forget is that our black men they got emotional problems just as much as you do they just express it in different ways so whereas you may latch on to them heavy they shut down and they back away but that don't mean that they don't care I hate that. I hate that we've gotten so comfortable calling everybody manipulators and everything, not even realizing that a lot of these people don't even know they're manipulating for real. Like they're really just doing shit that they learned when they were growing up and their parents probably didn't even know they were manipulating. So they just passed it along. So it's like sometimes we get so wrapped up in our feelings and what we felt on the other end that we don't realize that a lot of people go through their own shit. And I do get that if you're putting in the work to become a different person, that that other person doesn't have the same excuse to just be like, well, that's how I grew up. But you got to give grace because there was a point when you wasn't in the space that you're in now where you may weren't, maybe weren't uh, emotionally intelligent. And you probably put somebody through hell. So it's just like, give people grace, especially our black men, because baby, everybody is over here just taking shots at them boys and they over here doing the best to dip and dodge. I'm actually 
one would wonder how they even still have the capabilities to get up and go, considering that everybody is over here taking shots when they can. So, you know, you got to give grace and you got to be patient and you got to provide a space and everything. So definitely give, yeah, you got to give black, black men just a little bit more grace. That does not mean you have to stay in anything unhealthy, but you got to understand where you were once upon a time and that your healing is way more encouraged than their healing and stuff like that. So I just been over here working hard and trying to understand other people's situations. And I'm in a space where, like they said, where you, which one was it? The, you want to learn a strong sense of curiosity, particularly about other people. That's where I'm at right now. I really just want to learn about other people. I want to learn their story. I really want to understand why people are the way that they are. Um, Most of the time, they don't even know why they is the way that they is, but I do want to learn people's stories. I think I'm really good at putting the puzzle pieces together when I can hear the stories, but you got to be willing to tell me the story and I got to be willing to provide a space for you. But I'm in this, I'm seriously in the space where I just want to learn people's stories. I think that's the major reason why I want to be a therapist is because I want to learn the stories um, and help people through their story um, so that they can continue to tell a different, or they can continue to write a different part of their story, or they can now create a different part of their story. So that's a big one, but for the most part, y'all, I think I'm genuinely all these things. <laughs> no, just kidding. I'm sure I probably got some stuff to work on. Let me see. Able to identify as kind of people feel like, where is professional strength organization? Okay, it's mistakes and abilities to happen and exchange strong security. Okay, I think the showing sensitivity to the feelings of other people's I think I might be a little bit bad with that only because my logical brain does start coming in at some point and I'm in a space too where I'm just like okay what can we do to put in work like I love being able to understand and empathize but once I do that for five seconds the next 55 seconds of that minute that minute I need you to spend figuring out how can we get to a better situation I know that sitting in sadness or sitting in anything negative for too long can only pull you down so i'm not okay with sitting in bullshit with people for too long before i'm just like okay what can we do to get you on the right track so sometimes you have to know when people are ready to to actually put in work um and i'm not the best with that and i will tell people that I'm not the best with that. <laughs> like, I I really need you to start working. I really need you to start putting in work. Like, yeah, I would rather you complain to me every day, but you putting in work than you to just complain every day and not do anything. Like, you could tell me all the bullshit, but you're actively working towards getting to somewhere better versus just telling me you're bullshit and you're not doing nothing else. So I'm not, I'm like not in a space where I just want to sit in negativity. I remember working at the crisis center. The one thing they used to tell us was don't try to get to the helping part so fast. Like you have to really have emotional intelligence when you 
are dealing with people, especially on the suicide prevention line, like, because if you try to get to a solution so fast, they may shut down and reject it and stuff like that. So some days I was good with that. Some days it was really annoying um, just because where I'm at now and because of my own personal experiences, like I just said, sitting in negativity is not helpful. Just sitting there is not helpful. It's literally going to keep pulling you down, especially when you're thinking about suicide or self-deletion or anything like that. Like, it's only going to continue to pull you down. I don't want to be the person to just sit in that with you because I don't know what your threshold is. For me, I was not able to self-delete, but for somebody else, that could be their reality. And I don't want to be responsible, not necessarily responsible, but I don't want to see your demise because you just sat in it. I'm in a space where like, okay, if we can figure out how to maybe, okay, take a lap a day, or maybe, you know, when you wake up, make a smoothie, or when you go, before you go to sleep, do a gratitude journal or something like, do something to kind of get you going, like whether it's, or even if it's just get up and walk around your house for like three laps or something, like, I don't know. But if I can encourage you to do something rather than just sitting still, like, I'm going to do that. So, yeah, that's my hardest one. And I know I got to work on that because you got to really go at people's pace. But you also got to be able to nudge them a little bit. Sometimes people never had somebody in their life that cares that much to actually encourage them to keep going. So sometimes you got to be that for somebody. And I don't mind being that person. So if you want somebody that's just going to sit in that shit with you, I'm the wrong person. If you want somebody that's going to be able to help you to get moving, I'm that person. I'm that person to come to when you want somebody to listen, but you also want somebody to tell you the real shit and how to get your shit together. I'm that person. So come to me for that um, because I'm not going to just sit in anything negative with you just for that. That would be triggering to me in a sense of like, I know what it feels like to be that helpless or to be that stagnant, or to feel stuck. I'm not going to help you to stay there. Like, that's just not okay. So, yeah, I got to work on that a little bit. Um, but I also don't think that that's a bad thing to want somebody to get moving. Like, So I don't know if I need to work on it. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> um, and then, Okay, I think maybe the ability to manage emotions in difficult situations, I may have to work on that a little bit too. I think I need to work on knowing when to walk away from a situation. I'm one that never gives up. <laughs> so if I'm in an argument or something or disagreement or something, I'm going to keep going and going and going. And then it's going to end up taking my mood like that, that way. Versus like knowing when I'm going to get to like 100 and stop it maybe at 70 instead of just going all the way to 100. So learning how to control my emotions in difficult situations, I definitely have some some growing to do on that. But I am working towards it. I don't really get in big blowouts with people or I haven't um, in some months now. I really just try to stay away from anything that makes me feel uneasy because why? <laughs> what is the purpose? Um, and then, so it says that there's four components of emotional intelligence. 
So the first one is, um, it, well, it actually kind of describes it in steps. So the first step <laughs> is going to be perceiving emotions. And it says, um, this is the first step in understanding emotions, uh, which is to perceive them accurately. In many cases, this might involve understanding nonverbal signals such as body language and facial expressions. So I'm pretty good at this. Um, I think I want to learn a little bit more about body language. Like a lot of people say, like, if somebody's arms are folded, they're closed off and stuff like that. Like if they lean closer towards you, they're interested if they give you a eye contact and stuff that they're really engaged. Like I want to learn more about body languages because your body says a lot when your mouth is not, baby. <laughs> if you could catch a body language before you catch words, you might be able to do a lot, a lot of things way better. Like how somebody's leaning towards you, or you know, how they really got their head tilted, or you know, hand up under the chin and just looking, or you know, all types of stuff really can tell you a lot about a person and how they're receiving you and interpreting you. So I definitely want to learn more about that. Um, but as far as like facial expressions and stuff like that, I'm really good at that. Um, I could pick up on all that stuff real easy. Like that's not ever been a problem. I'm really good at reading facial expressions, but body language, I want to learn more about that. For number two or step two, it says reasoning with emotions. Um, this next step involves using emotions to promote thinking and cognitive activity. Emotions help prioritize what we pay attention and react to. We respond emotionally to things that garner our attention. Facts. Um, like I explained last week, that peace of mind thing, y'all, these drivers in Tampa really, <laughs> they really make the emotions come out. Like, but even just knowing that terrible drivers are going to get my attention um, is a really good thing to be able to recognize. Recognize that I think that would be like a sense of recognizing your triggers, um, what's going to garner emotion from out of you, being able to know what really matters to you. Like I'm really big on mental health. Any conversations around your mental health, I'm big on that. And you got my full undivided attention. And you're going to get these full undivided words too. Like they come in if I don't feel like what you're promoting or what you're saying is positive or helpful in any manner. Like that's always going to garner my attention. So like right now, I just be on YouTube looking at other people's podcasts and everything and the comments in my room and stuff like that. And I, that's how I know, like, I'm passionate about certain things is the emotion it evokes from me just watching something. Like, literally, not even there with the people, but just watching it, it garnered so much emotion for me. So I know that it's really important um, to do this work and to possibly go out and collaborate with other people and have real conversations and stuff like that, because mental health in this country is shot to shit. Um, and we got a lot of work to do, so we need all hands on deck. So if I could be a part of this war that we're fighting right now, um, just trying to get our mental back, then I am more than willing to do the help, um, well, to be of service, rather. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, just knowing what you give your attention to, knowing what you tend to put your emotion into, that's what the next step is, is identifying where your emotions 
tend to lie. I know like spending time with my family and stuff makes me happy or being with a significant other, that makes me really happy and it makes me feel good. Like I know how to identify the things that make me feel good, R&B music, food, <laughs> uh, YouTube, binge watching. Like oh, I know my all the things that make me happy and what I give my emotions to. I also know the things that annoy the shit out of me. So it's just like being able to identify those things. Um, it says understanding emotions is the third step. And it says the emotions that we perceive can carry a wide variety of meanings. If someone is especially angry emotions, the observer must interpret the cause of the person's anger and what it could mean. For example, if your boss is acting angry, it might mean that they are dissatisfied with your work. Or it could be because they got, they got a speeding ticket on their way to work that morning or that they've been fighting with their partner. That's really important because it helps you to identify that everything isn't so personal. So how the first, how they just said, like, if a part, uh, if a boss is angry at work, you may you may automatically think that it's you. But me, I ain't gonna automatically think it's me nowadays. Like I'm really getting to a space where I'm learning not to take everything so personally because a lot of people may give their emotions to other things. You have to be willing to understand that it may not be because of you. Even when somebody ghosts, it may not be because of you. It may be because of other shit in their life and they have to give their attention to that and they don't have the capacity to give it to you. So being able to understand like how, like what other things could be going on in people's life to make them do certain things that it may not always be just about you. It does suck because a lot of people don't really communicate <laughs> if it is about you. Like I wish that we as a society, a community, a something could at least tell people when they are getting on your fucking nerves or doing something they ain't got no business or whatever. But it's just like, I think we sometimes get in that habit of either people pleasing or just not wanting to be in conflict that we really don't give people constructive criticism. So you wouldn't even know if it's you for real because a lot of people don't even tell you. So because of that fact alone, don't take it personally. Like, really don't. Like, if they don't genuinely say that you're the reason why I'm mad right now, like, you're the reason I'm annoyed right now, don't take that shit personally. Because why? Why make your life harder? That's where I'm at right now. Like, I'm not going to make my life harder. You got to tell me verbatim that I'm the problem for me to think that I'm the problem. Or I'm going to assume it's everything else but me. But now, like, I do, like, I'm very aware that I have things I need to work on. So if you're somebody that know you need to work on some shit, yeah, but don't automatically think that you're the reason why somebody's doing what they're doing. Because nine times out of ten, you're probably not. With the example, the boss could have been upset that they might have got a ticket or that they just got to serve papers for divorce or something. You just never know why they could be fucking annoyed. So don't immediately think that it's you, the reason why somebody does something. 
because life be life in and people be people in. So, so don't make your life harder thinking that you're the problem unless somebody specifically says you're the problem. Like they need to stand on that shit. If you're the problem, they need to tell you that. Other than that, don't assume anything. So yeah, understanding that anything could be the reasoning for these emotions. But my specific advice would be don't take it personal because don't take it personal. <laughs> Just don't take it personal. And we learned about that in the don't take it personal as episode. So go check out that episode. Uh, but yeah, don't take it personal. It's going to make your life way harder. And I got to top that. So yes. Um, and then lastly, the fourth step um, is going to be managing emotions. And it says the ability to manage emotions effectively is a crucial part of emotional intelligence in the highest level. Um, regulating emotions and responding appropriately as well as responding to the emotions of others are all important aspects of emotional management. Yes, y'all. And that's why I think I'm still working. <laughs> I'm still working on that level. But they just say it's the highest. So it's going to be one that's going to take a lot of effort. Um, I'm good with my emotions for the most part, but uh, again, I'm still working on other people, knowing when to stop a conversation or knowing when to just let that person sit in their misery or knowing when to push a little bit and give that pat, that little kick on the keister or whatever. Like I'm still learning the incorporating everybody else into the emotion aspect. I'm, I'm, pretty decent, but I still got some work to do. Um, I think as I learn myself more, I'll be way better at being better for other individuals. Um, or at least knowing how to communicate when I really can't be that support system that you need in this moment. Like, I definitely can listen. I definitely can give advice if it's warranted. But it's not go sugarcoat. I'm like, I can't sugarcoat. I'm really very direct um, and to the point. And okay, I understand what's going on, but now let's figure out how we get this on the right track. Or have you did this? Have you tried this? Have you did this? Have you like, I'm really that person now because I'm mentally working on myself. So I need everybody else around me when they come bringing me their situations to be actively working on their shit too. Cause it don't help nobody to just stay in it. So I definitely am working on that, but I'm really good at my emotions. Um, like I said, I still got a little bit of working to do when it comes to leaving conversations. Cause I'm very toe to toe competitive. Like I think, I learned that our whole family is competitive, but I'm I'm competitive in arguments too. Like I don't necessarily need to win, but I need you to know what my position is and I stand firm on that. I'm trying to get to a space where once I let you know my position, I'm over it. If you understand, you understand. If you don't, you don't. So I'm slowly getting to that, getting to that point and not feeling like I have to win. Um but yeah, that's just the competitive side of me that just got to go toe-to-toe. But once I get to that, you don't have to win everything, Dejanae, then I think I'll be good. I think I'll be A-OK. -okay. 
And then it says how to use emotional intelligence. Um, it says being able to accept criticism and responsibility. I think I'm pretty good with that. Um, yeah, as long as it's constructive. Like be able to give me steps on how I can fix something rather than just telling me that something is off. I'm not a bit I'm not a big fan of people just criticizing people but not giving them constructive uh steps on how to improve. Like what's the purpose of just telling me I'm doing something wrong if you can't tell me how to do it right? Like what we doing? What we doing? What we doing? Like if you if you can't give me steps or at least give me a little hint or something, then we ain't got nothing to talk about. Be ready. Like when you come to me with criticism, it needs to be constructive or it's gonna go in one ear and not the other. I promise you. Um, being able to move on after making a mistake. Yes, I'm very good with that. Um, I'm doing. I do make mistakes. I make a lot of mistakes, but yeah, I don't hold on to them too much. Just because a lot of the mistakes that we make are because we didn't know better. But when we know better, we tend to try, well, tend to work on doing better. So it's just like, I don't hold on to anything that I made a mistake. Like, that's why I'm trying to avoid giving myself a concussion. <laughs> um, being able to say no when you need to. I'm working on that too. Um, in my family, we're definitely not people that ever say no. So I'm starting to learn the power of no and what no really means and why it's important. Cause I don't, mm -mm. yeah, I think I, I'm starting to understand why no is so important. So I'm, I'm learning that slowly but surely. Um, being able to share your feelings with others. Oh, I do that sh so easily, y'all like, Whoever want to get these words, get these words. And not even like in a bad way. Like when I'm just going through stuff, if you get on the phone with me and I just go to talking, then you just got to get these words. Like, but mostly I really just go through my feelings with myself too. I really am my best friend to the point where I mostly know what I be going through compared to me sharing it with anybody else. So I, I really be over here having a whole conversation with myself. Now, I don't do the talk, talk back and forth when we talking and going back and forth, but I definitely think out loud. I go through my thoughts and everything. So, But I don't mind doing that with other people either. Um, when something is heavy on my head, if you call me and we go into that conversation, we just go into that conversation. <laughs> um, the next one is being able to solve problems in ways that works for everyone. Yeah, I think I'm working on that too. Like I have become such a big problem solver. Um, like not solving problems. That could be the masculine side of me. I don't know. But yes, I'm a big problem solver nowadays. Um, I definitely have to work on it more, a lot more for myself. Like this gut, y'all. We need to problem solve that good, but <laughs> but for the most part, I really do problem solve. Like um uh, I I don't know how to just not figure something out, something, anything. Um, and being able to make it work for everybody, I think I'm good with that too. Um, having empathy for other people, got to. If you can't understand other people's point of view, you're never going to get anywhere, I promise you. Like, again, everybody got their own shit. Just as much as one person cry victim, the other person could cry victim too. 
Nine times out of 10, they don't cry victim because they were not raised that way. So just understand that everybody could be the victim in the situation. So it's, it's, it's never just you're the victim and the other person's wrong. Like, no, let's figure out how to get to a better grounding because we both could be misunderstanding each other. And that's usually what helps. So I'm in, I'm in really in a space of, okay, I'm hurt, yes, but let me try to understand your side just as much as you understand my side and let's go from there. Um, Having great listening skills. I have really been working on that. I am really in a space where I just like let people go. I don't even, like, of course, I'm going to put my two cents in because that's just me. But I am way better at listening and not being so quick to jump in and give my two cents. Like, I'm more willing to listen to where you're coming from than previous. But that just comes with, again, learning myself, becoming more patient and all this other stuff. I just rather you tell me what's going on for for me to just keep putting stuff into because how you gonna get to a solution if you don't even know what their problem is so i'm trying to learn the other person and everything and then implement a solution you know that seems like it will help everybody <laughs> um knowing why you do the things you do learning that too i've become so self-aware it's crazy like i just learned my personality type which I may save that for an episode by itself because, yeah, I might save that for an episode itself. So I'm not going to tell y'all what my personality type is. You might be able to guess it. I don't know. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I've learned my personality type. I learned my attachment style. We're about to go over my emotional intelligence uh, test. Like, I'm just learning so much about myself that, you know, it's only right to know why I do the things that I do. And it helps you to do some different things if you don't want to continue to do things that you do. Like me personally, I don't want to continue to latch on to uh, avoiding ass people. <laughs> don't want to do that. So it was good to know <laughs> that the reason why I did is because I'm anxiously attached and we naturally gravitate towards each other. But now I can put perimeters around myself. I can evaluate a little bit better and all this other stuff. So now I can do something a little different. But that took me learning, you know, me learning why I do the things that I do in order to make that assessment. So, yes. Um, and then lastly, it's not being judgmental of others. Oh, I'm getting to that place too. Like I'm in a space where I don't want to judge. Like that's not my job. That's God's job. That's his job only. We all out here doing shit. We ain't got no business. So <laughs> to judge somebody else for doing shit, they ain't got no business when you doing the same shit, just in a different way. It look different, but it's the same. Like uh, I ain't got time to be judging people. But I do, again, I want to know perspectives. I want to understand why you do the things that you do. I have daddy issues, but I didn't run out to go have sex with a whole bunch of people. But there's other people with daddy issues that did. I would want to have conversations, understand that person, not judge them and be like, you a hoe. Like, no, I would want to understand, like, yo, what encouraged you to go that direction when I went this direction? If anything, I was way, way, I'm way, I'm still way selective about who I give my body to. Like, and some people just 
free for all. <laughs> like, so it's just like, I'm not judging or anything. I just want to have conversations with anybody that's different than what I did. And we might've went through the same shit, but they did different things and I did different things. I would want to just go through it and just be like, you know, how did you end up in this space? Like, because they say like sometimes even with like sex, a lot of people have a lot of sex because they're trying to get it to a sense of intimacy and they think that that's the only way to get it or they're seeking love. And I think that that's the reason how you like it's all types of reasons is the why people do shit that they do. And I ain't got time to be judging. I just want to understand why you do the shit that you do. So, yeah. Um, and then lastly, from the. um website before we go to the test um it says that um some ways to improve emotional intelligence is listen empathize and reflect period listen sometimes not trying to insert your point of view into other people's lives is helpful insert your point of view when you get to understand who that person is because you may be able to help them a little bit better when you understand who they are as a person. It doesn't help to keep trying to put your point of view or your way of doing things into other people's lives when they are completely different from you. So sometimes just listening, giving people the space to express themselves, explain themselves and all this other stuff is so helpful before you go in and just be like, okay, well, this is the way that I did it and you should do it this way and all this other stuff. Like, no, that's not how they operate. <laughs> so they never gonna be able to do it the way that you did it. So just listen to people and really take in their story. You'll be able to help somebody best when you know who they are. But the only way to know who they are is if you listen to them. So listen <laughs> and then empathize. Yes, y'all, like you really gotta be able to put somebody else's shoes on your feet. If you don't have the capacity to understand anybody other like anybody else's side or point of view or anything like that, you're going to constantly have a hard time keeping people in your life. Hard time. Because you're going to always feel like everybody else is the problem and they're impacting you. When in reality, they don't know how to do life just as much as you don't know how to do life. And they trying to learn how to do life just like you trying to learn how to do life. And if you really just talk to them and try to understand them and stuff like that, you'll realize that they close to, to a breakthrough way more than you think they are. But if you're so wrapped up in yourself that you never take time to understand where that person is coming from, you're going to be ass out of gas every time, like every time and that's romantic friendship family all types of stuff like you really got to be able to empathize and understand that other person's side of things really got to it's really helpful um and reflecting yes being able to see what you did wrong see what you did right you know Fix what you did wrong. Continue to do those things that you did right. Like, you got to be able to go through the past, see where things started. That was the whole point of me going through my, like, and I'm still waiting to go to therapy and do the, the healing my inner child and stuff like that because I still want to know, like, what was really going on 
like where this stuff really started, where it really was is rooted in. But even just knowing that my abandonment is tied to my dad, knowing that my anxiousness is tied to my dad, knowing that, you know, the type of personality I am, why I might not co like connect with other personalities and stuff like that, just learning me, learning how I interact with other people. Also being able to see like, okay, if I got into an argument with this person, okay, where could I have stopped the situation? Where could I have paused and maybe took a step back and left the situation or, you know, rerouted the situation and all this other stuff. You got to be able to literally go back on everything if you can remember everything and figure out what you could do better for next time. But because, baby, if you can't learn from them L's, what you doing? Would you just take your L's at this point? I got to turn all my L's into lists. So, yes, reflecting is really helpful. But, y'all, I'm going to try to go through this um, test really quick for y'all and everything so that we can, so that y'all can see what I am because, um, yeah, it's only right. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So the website itself is called Truity, and I'm going to put it in the description box below. And the, the test is probably going to pop up right there in this whole list section so y'all can see. Or, it no, actually, I'm probably going to go into a circle or something like I did for the Love Languages quiz and put the test in the background or so, I don't know. Y'all know what I'm talking about if y'all seen the Love Languages quiz. But, yeah, so... <laughs> Um, we're just going to go through each of the questions real quick um, for the last few minutes of the podcast, and then we're going to peace out. Um, so, yeah. Um, so the first question, I am very good at identifying the emotions I am feeling. So the way that it's rated, there's a scale. It's from inaccurate to accurate. There's five dots. I would imagine it's from least likely to most likely, and then in the middle is neutral. So for I am very good at identifying the emotions I am feeling, I would say that I'm probably in between the neutral and the accurate, so somewhere in that middle spot. Um, sometimes I think I do. I, what I think, very good at identifying the emotions I am feeling. Okay, I'm just saying I'm, I'm in between because, yeah, I don't think I'm completely accurate. Um, some of the, the, the emotions I'd be feeling could be rooted in fear and might be something else. I don't know, but yeah, we're going to stick with that one. <laughs> sometimes, um, I sometimes find it hard to figure out how people around me are feeling. Um, I would say that it's not really because again, like I said, I'm really good at facial features, facial feature, facial recognitions. I think I do have to work on the body language, but as far as somebody's talking or I could just see the face and stuff like that, I'm really good at that. Um, I have control over my emotions. Um, I'm going to put that again in between the neutral and accurate. And then the one before that, I put that in between inaccurate and neutral, but um and the reason why I say I'll put that in between neutral and accurate that I have control over my emotions is because for the most part I do, but until I learn when to walk away from situations, then I can get to a point where it gets out of control and I'm just going on off of fumes at that point. So I do need to learn how to walk away <laughs> and I'm going to get it one day. Um, but for the most part, I am 
in control of my emotions. I don't really go too negative too long. I it feels icky. I don't like negativity. So we talked about that last week with peace of mind. I don't like negativity. I don't even know what that word is. So going there for too long. Uh-uh. <laughs> um, I regularly donate to charities that help people in need. I would say not really. Um, yeah, I was just at the store and I donated um, the other day because I had a save. I got a saving that I didn't know I was going to get, but for the most part, I really don't. I do want to get into it more, but to me, that seems like when your cup of, when your cup overfloweth, <laughs> you could donate and all that good stuff. So I'm gonna wait till my financial cup is overflowing um, for me to actually be able to donate to charities like I would like to. Um, but when I can, I can, and if I can't, I can't, but yeah. So I put that in between accurate and neutral, the dot between there. Um, I really enjoy socializing. I'd say, yeah, um, I do that the dot after neutral because Mm, I do, but I'm not going to say it's completely accurate because I do like being in this bed. I really do. I don't like going outside if I don't have to. Um, I don't really like talking about the way I feel inaccurate. I talk about the way that I feel all the time. I really don't have a problem. Like you go, like I said, you go catch these words. <laughs> Whether they're good, bad, ugly, I don't care. You go catch these words if I need to tell somebody about them. I consider myself extremely lucky to have the life I do. I'd say, yeah, um, compared to some people, I am probably living really nicely. So I would never complain about any of that. Like I could definitely be way worse. So I'm not going to complain about what I got going on. Um, I am highly aware of how I'm feeling. Again, I'm going to put that in between neutral and accurate um, because Sometimes I do. Sometimes I just feel like I be going through the motions. <laughs> like I don't, don't be knowing what the hell be going on. Um, I am very good at reading people's body language. I say neutral. I do have some work to um, put in for that. My emotions are under control. I say in between neutral and accurate. Um, I am very affected by advertisements about animals and inaccurate. Um, y'all, and it's not that I don't really care about animal cruelty it's just that it don't really impact me um i um am not really one of those people that see an animal getting treated bad and i'm just like oh my gosh like all the time now what i do like if i'm outside if a squirrel run across or a duck is crossing uh, i don't want to hit nothing i don't want to kill nothing big now little bugs what I, my rule, rule for bugs now is the moment you come inside, you got to die. But when I'm outside, I really just try to leave them alone unless they really be annoying um, because we're in their home at that point. But once you come inside my home, you got to die because you trespass. And that's how I would treat a person too. So, but yeah, as far as like actually seeing something happen to dogs, like I may cry, but I ain't gonna be like, I ain't gonna lose my mind. Like, so I'm going to put it accurate. Like, I'm not very affected by it at all. <laughs> I am confident in social situations. Um, for the most part, yeah, I am. So, like, 
I do want to work on being an initiator, like I've mentioned before. Um, so I didn't put completely accurate, but yeah, for the most part, I, I am confident because why not? <laughs> what I ain't got to be. <laughs> I'm confident. <laughs> that wasn't even words, y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I find it hard to put how I'm feeling into words. No, not really. Um, I think I could be more. Y'all know my vocabulary ain't that good because I use so many ums and yeahs and likes and stuff like that. So it's it's like <laughs> I do need to learn more vocabulary and be more expressive and be able to really identify. But in all honesty, if I learned all that and the people around me didn't know it, it ain't gonna help. They're gonna be lost. So I think I'm pretty decent. <laughs> Um, I constantly feel grateful for the life I have. Yes. Um, I'm not going to say I constantly feel like sometimes I do be asking like, God, why me? But then I combat it with, why not me? So, you know, I'm going to put it in between neutral and accurate. Like I'm not constantly feeling grateful because life do be life in, but I'm not unappreciative of it either. Um, so the next set of questions is going to be, I use very specific words to talk about how I'm feeling. Um, no, but I'm not very specific at all, I don't think. <laughs> but I tell you if I'm annoyed or something like that or what I'm going through. But I want to say I'm very specific. Yeah, I have an acute sense of how people are feel, um, feeling around me. Um, I'd say in between neutral and accurate, again, um, I, I usually can read a room. I do want to get better with the body language thing, but I usually can read a room so I can tell what's usually going on with people and stuff like that. Um, I often get caught up in the heat of the moment. Not really. I don't. So I'm going to put neutral for that. I honestly don't know either. Um, I don't think I ever really get caught up in the heat of the moment. And I'm working on not getting caught up in the heat of the moment. So I'm going to put neutral for that first. Sometimes I can, sometimes I don't. <laughs> um, I am easily upset by the pain of other people. Um, Sometimes when I'm watching shows and stuff, though that's fake people, <laughs> I be crying. Like, it be real people. Like, that's how you know an actor or an actress is really fire. When you be crying with them, it's really fire. I know they suck when I ain't dropped a 10. They over there crying like they ain't got no sense. You ain't doing your job, right? But when I be crying with you, even other people, like, I'm really, I'm a bucket full of tears. Like, if I sense people crying and stuff like that, I cry. That's the only emotion I really share with people is that crying thing. We could cry together. Um, I consider myself to be charming. Yes, I do. I'm not going to say all the way because it takes me to feel comfortable to get to that charming place. Uh, I'm not going to come out swinging out the gate um, with charm. But once I feel comfortable and everything, I think I'm very charming. <laughs> Um, I use very specific words to talk about how I'm feeling. Like, again, I'm going to say neutral. I don't think it's very specific, but I can elaborate on how I'm feeling and stuff like that. 
Um, I often think about how fortunate I am. I'd say neutral. I don't often think about that. I am grateful, but I don't often think about how how fortunate I am. Because uh uh-uh. It's a great way to practice gratitude, though. I will say that, but I'm not going to be thinking about that every day or often. I recognize emotions the moment I feel them. Um, sometimes I say neutral for that. Sometimes I do. Sometimes uh, I don't know what it's stemming from. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm very good at reading nonverbal cues um, sometimes. I, I am good at reading nonverbal cues. Um, I move on very quickly from negative emotions and bad moods. I really do. I bounce back kind of fast nowadays. Like I may go there, but I'm gonna be good all over again. Like I'm gonna be laughing in the next few minutes. And I, I think I've always been that way too. Like I don't ever stay mad for too long. Like I may blow up, but I'm like really big on once I let it out, I'm good. I think that's why a lot of people have problems. They don't ever let the shit out. If they let it out, they might be okay. They keep it in and be like, oh, I need a minute or I da 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 And it's just like, just let it out. Just let it out. Even if it comes out. Now, okay, don't let it out if you're a hitter. <laughs> don't do it. But if you just go and yell or whatever, we can yell together. I'm good at yelling. I'm not one of those people that is very triggered by yelling. I actually am really go yelling so if you need to do that with me get it out don't keep it in but again if you're a hitter go ahead and take your break go ahead and take your break because uh the the first person to hit me is gonna be the last person to ever hit me so the young if you're a hitter don't don't do it (laughs) i often feel compelled to act when i see someone suffering um sometimes sometimes i do sometimes i don't um Depending on the person, I think I'm more likely to act if I know the person or have a connection to that person. If I don't, then sometimes I'm just like, yeah, it is what it is. Talking about how I am, oh wait, I am very good at getting people to laugh. For the most part, I think I'm pretty funny, comical. (laughs) I mean, that could be my own opinion, but I be making people laugh, so I think I'm pretty funny. Um... Talking about how I am feeling usually improves my mood. Always, y'all. Like I said, get it off your chest unless you're a hitter. <laughs> but, yes, get it out. It lightens you. Emotion, they say it's energy emotion, right? So all that just movement throughout your body, it probably feels a thousand pounds. Imagine when you just let that shit go, get it out. You probably feel a thousand pounds lighter, like a feather, just blowing through the wind. Just get that shit off your chest. I often, uh, I am often envious of people who seem to have better luck than I do. Nope. Envy is a deadly sin. I'm not envious of anybody. Um, I'm, I am kind of like, okay, where my luck at, God? But I feel like luck is really just luck. Like it's it has no name on it, no nothing. So I can't be envious of somebody that's lucky. <laughs> I don't know how to change that. Like, um, I find it hard to put how I'm feeling into words. No, not really. I can often tell how people feel just by looking at them. Yeah, for the most part. 
Once something upsets me, I find it hard to calm myself back down. No, not really. I am there again. Once I go, once I go through the motions and let it out, whether I let it out to that person or let it out by myself, I'm usually good. I don't. Once it's off of me, out into the world, it's to the world for the world to deal with it, not for me to deal with it. So, yeah, I am very empathetic person. Yes. I don't know no other way to be y'all. I gotta be able to understand, especially because I want to be a therapist. Well, I will be a therapist one day. So it's just like I gotta be able to understand all sides of the story. It doesn't help to just tell the person they wrong or tell the person they right when you gotta be able to take everything into the consideration. Like there's three sides to every story. There's one person's point of view, the other person's point of view, and then the actual truth. I'm trying to figure out the truth most of the time, not necessarily just one side versus the other. Um, I get annoyed when someone, wait, never mind, I skipped. Um, I have very good social skills. Um, I wouldn't say very good, but they good. Uh, I get annoyed when someone asks me to talk about my feelings. No, not at all. Um, annoyed for what? <laughs> What we annoyed for? Like, I'm going to tell you all my business. <laughs> you act, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> um, I feel I deserve more than I've gotten in life. No. Um, but I ain't going to say completely inaccurate. Um, wait, never mind. I ain't going to say completely accurate, rather. Because, like I said, life be life. But I do understand that I'm going through what I'm supposed to go through for my journey. And people go through what they're supposed to go through for their journey. Am I completely on board with what God allow us to go through? No, I'm not completely on board. But I do understand that it is necessary for us to become who we're meant to be. So I ain't going to say completely accurate because I do got some grievances, big dog. But <laughs> I ain't going to say I, I don't think I deserve. Like, I do feel like I deserve. Wait, hold on, more than I got. Okay, so I did choose the right one the first time. Um, Yeah, I don't think I deserve more than I've gotten in life. Like, I think I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be right now. Um, And it's just getting started. <laughs> really just one quarter of the way through life. So I still got three more quarters left. So I'm just getting started. So, yeah. Um, I described my emotional experiences vividly. No. Um, maybe I don't know. <laughs> I understand a lot just from other people's facial expressions. Yes, um, facial expressions can tell it all. It's funny because everybody always talk about, I, but I think that's my whole family's. Like my family's, they their facial expressions is terrible. <laughs> I get it, honest. Um, I am sometimes overwhelmed by my emotions. Sometimes I am. Sometimes I'm not. Um, I think when my mind fixates on my love life, that can be overwhelming. Or when it fixates on my love life, <laughs> that's usually what makes me overwhelmed. But other than that, I'm usually pretty good. I constantly think about how much I care about the people in my life. No, not really. I, I, I love y'all, but I don't constantly think about y'all. Um, I am very persuasive person. I can be. I like getting my way, cause why not? Why not get my way? I don't think I try to get my way anymore. Like when I was younger, getting my way was essential, but I can be a persuasive person. 
because you know you gotta have a little persuasion and um <laughs> that comes with being charming um i have an emotional vocabulary a rich emotional vocabulary uh, i was just talking about that i think it's some words that i could learn uh there's a lot of different ways to express emotion or different words to express emotion and i probably only know maybe 10 of them so i could learn more um i can tell if someone is upset without having to say yeah for the most part, I can. If you pay attention to people, um, normal activity day to day, and then you see how they're acting after the fact of you knowing how they usually act, you really can pick up on that stuff. Or even if you don't know the person, you really can tell by, again, body language, facial expressions, stuff like that. Before they even open up their mouth, you can really tell if they in the mood or if they're not in the mood. Um, some people do have rest and bitch face. Like me, I got rest and bitch face. So sometimes you may not know if I'm having a good mood or not. Um, so sometimes it is hard. I think some people can be deceiving, but for the most part, I, I can pick up on how people are feeling. <sighs> oh, y'all, we, we to the last page. Hurry up. Hurry up. Hurry up. Okay. Um, I often can't go about my day because of the feelings I, because of the emotions I'm feeling. It really do depend on the day, y'all. Like, someday I just be like, stay in bed. Someday I be like, let's go. <laughs> it depends. <laughs> I'm very concerned about poverty and injustice in the world. I put neutral. I'm not worried about poverty, but I am worried about, like, certain injustices. Like, but and for me, I'm worried about the mental health. Like, when I, I was watching Dr. Umar the other day, and I know he's a very controversial name in the Black community, but he was just like, nope, like, a lot of people don't talk about the psychological warfare that white people really had on us in this country, or they still have on us in this country. Like, there's a big psychological warfare on us, and that's why I want to be all hands on deck and trying to help get us mentally back where we need to be. And I see a lot of people trying to get us back to where we need to be mentally. So if you if you like to do what I like to do, baby, go back to school or get your degree or do something, get your coaching's license or something, because we need all hands on deck because our mental health and it has been so fractured because of this country. And in order for us to even get to a place of stability, we need to get our mental together. So yes, I am concerned about that injustice is the fact that we're mentally fucked up right now and we are fight, fighting tooth and nail to get the fuck from out of it. But it is a lot of work and it takes all of the community that has this passion that I do for us to get to a better place. Or even if you don't have it for like mental health, even the financial stuff. I see a lot of people getting into finances and teaching people about finances and all this other stuff. Like all these injustices that were placed onto us as a community. Like I love to see that everybody trying to get us on a better page and we really do need all hands on deck. And I think that's what this generation, like between the millennials, the Gen Zers and after, oh, we, we on a mission to get the black community back to what we need to be. So yeah, we definitely need all hands on deck though. Um, I don't really like networking. Um, I really don't. I'm not big on selling myself to people 
because why I need to sell myself to you? <laughs> like, y'all, it's crazy because with this podcast, when I go outside, I really don't tell nobody about it. <laughs> That's really bad. I don't know. I think it's just I've never been like that salesperson type of person, like that up charging, upselling. I've never been that person. So it's so weird for me. So, yeah. Um, I am constant, consistently aware of what kind of mood I'm in. Um, sometimes I am, sometimes I'm not. Um, but I'll put in between neutral and accurate. Um, I am good at understanding how people feel even when they don't say so out loud, for the most part. Um, I find it easy to cheer myself up when I am feeling sad or unmotivated. Facts, y'all. I do know what makes me feel better. Like I said, YouTube, R&B music. Going outside, I love going to go just be in the sun. It's so nice. Like, I know what helps me feel better. Um, I'm good at keeping track of how I'm feeling throughout the day. Um, sometimes, yeah. I don't journal or anything, but I usually can keep up with what's kind of going on. I can tell when I done ate something, I ain't got no business. Now I'm probably a little bit more irritable. Or if I didn't get good amount of sleep, I'm a little bit more irritable. And stuff. like, I can keep up with it for the most part, but I don't track it or anything. I sometimes find other people hard to read. No, not really. Um, I think people are pretty easy unless again, you didn't learn how to read people. But for me, I think I'm pretty decent. Um, I control my emotions. My emotions don't control me. For the most part, I do have my days. I have my day. But for the most part, I'm pretty good. It sometimes takes me a while to register how I'm actually feeling. No, not really. I think I'm pretty decent, y'all, on how I'm feeling. Uh, but yeah, so, and then it has like, little demographic questions at the end like your age your gender which I don't know if that makes a difference or maybe it does maybe because I don't fuck I don't know <laughs> and the highest level of education so y'all it says that um my superpower is the optimist, which I done told y'all. I don't even know nothing about being negative no more. I'm only glass half full right now. Um, so it only makes sense that I'm going to be that on the test. Like, I ain't got a lot of y'all. And the test don't lie to y'all either. Um, but yeah, so that's the test, y'all. And when you scroll down, it actually shows you the different components of your test scores and you know maybe what you have to work on um stuff that you could be better in and things of that nature um it kind of just goes through it um it's a free test y'all free quiz like i said i'm gonna put the website in the link in the description um just so y'all can check it out for yourselves but that's gonna be it for the uh this episode, y'all. So next week, we're going to be talking about masculinity and femininity. And the reason why is because I'm so tired of people talking about these two things. Like, we all ain't got it. <laughs> they make it seem like only certain people have it and stuff like that. And I'm just like, mm, that's not a thing. Everybody got masculine and femininity. Um, it just depends on how it come out. Um, 
I'm probably gonna find a test to actually show y'all that I'm more androgynous. So I lean into both of my masculine and feminine femininity. I think my family relies on me being masculine. Um, but I know how to pull out that feminine when it times to when it's time to be around dudes and stuff like that. So it really just depends. But I want to go through it and give y'all the actual definitions and the characteristics that go with each and you know, the fact that it's supposed to be balanced and, you know, because if one more person be like, I don't want a woman in her masculine. I don't want a woman in her masculine. You need to be feminine. And y'all know, y'all know, y'all be watching it and listening and stuff. So I just want to go through it, y'all. Like I said, I like to put a face, a name to the face. So I want to talk about that. I felt like that would be nice. I'm actually surprised I haven't talked about it yet, but yeah, so that's gonna be for next week. That's the end of this week, y'all. Hope you learned something. Hope you go take the test. Um, and you find out what you still have to work on when it comes to emotional intelligence. Y'all can see I'm I'm lit, but I also have been doing the work. I have been working with emotions since I was little. I've been a bucket full of tears. I've been so emotional since I was little. So I've had to learn how to work with them. And when I got older and dealing with other people, I've had to put in more work. So you can get to being an optimist if you want to. You just got to put in the work. It's not anything that you never can achieve, but you got to put in the work. And if you find it hard to actually do it yourself, therapy, y'all. Therapy or getting a coach or reaching out to somebody for some assistance is always helpful. But definitely work towards being your best self so that you can go out and give your best self to others. Um, so yeah, uh, like, comment, subscribe, and then check me out on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And then I hope that you all follow me on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. And I will tune in with y'all next Wednesday, 7 o'clock. All right, y'all, this is Talk Your Shit with Deja, where we drop the eye because not only can I talk my shit, but I won't try to talk y'all shit too. Bye.